You're listening to Review Season Hurts here, and today we're going to continue a discussion a whole year in the making as we look at the tail end of our coverage of modern Indian crime fiction, which we started last year. As part of our breakdown in 2021, Flex and I had a nice long chat about how Indian murder mystery is a perfect genre to rediscover the heritage of India itself. It is a genre that is all about going through incredibly difficult and complicated and often thankless work in order to uncover long forgotten and inconvenient truths that expose the true villains of a story. This lends itself well to the Indian authors seeking to reconnect with their past wiped clean by the rampant destruction of British colonialism. The Bombay Prince by Sujata Massey, then, which covers the arrival of Prince Edward VIII in Bombay through the eyes of India's first and at present only female lawyer, Paveen Mystery, is primed to open our eyes to the everyday conflicts that erupt between the British powers and the everyday Indian citizen, as well as everyone in between that is caught up in this historical struggle of identity. It's best to tackle the symbology and historical context of the central set piece of the novel, the arrival of the prince to reassert his presence in Indian lives. It is an event that our protagonist, Perveen, is loath to take part in as she sees it as a meek acceptance of their British masters. A new professional client of hers, Freddie Cuttingmaster, young schoolgirl, feels similarly. The action of the story kicks off as Frenny comes to Perveen in order to seek guidance on whether or not she, as a student of a prestigious school and conscientious objector of the prince, should attend. Frenny is a young Parsi girl, which puts her in the awkward position of not being truly Indian or British, as many Parsi families were able to make strong financial alliances with the British once they saw which way the wind was blowing. Frenny is strongly political, but knows that if she follows her heart and does not attend the prince's tour, she could get herself and her family into quite a bit of trouble. It could even include expulsion from her school, a perceived fate worse than the death, which inevitably befalls her just off screen from the prince's reception as the action kicks off. As the prince passes the crowds and our suspects are lined up in the stands for a camera shot, a young girl seemingly falls to her death. It is, of course, up to Perveen to determine whether or not her death had been accidental in this murder mystery story, and if not, then who could have possibly murdered her? This leads to a rather unique frame for the story as we follow a female lawyer, in which she should not be, investigating the death of a girl who attended a school that Perveen obviously has no business being near, under the scrupulous gaze of the police who seem to suspect Perveen just as much as anyone else after she arrives at the scene of the crime for hardly any reason at all, as far as they're concerned. Just a story of a young girl coming to her for help. Above all of this tale hangs the shadow of romance. Perveen is an incredibly intelligent woman, and she is able to use the social status of her father, who leads the law practice that she works under, more of formality to keep her out of trouble than anything else. But as the third book in the Paveen mystery series, she has already started spinning the tight thread of love with one Colin Eighth Sandrium, a British Secret Service type. The classic woes of a will-they-won't-they romance when the two of them are born of two rival houses are fantastically woven into the politics that Massey is framing here. And on a mechanical level, being in a non-relationship with a practical spy means that Perveen isn't just constantly getting into trouble and behavior that her father is firmly against, but because of the people that she knows on the British side of the coin, she always knows exactly how much trouble she could be in at any given moment. 
and it's a lot. Bar one moment, there is exactly one point in the story towards the end that had me cackling with how extreme the stakes are driven up. Not to say that the novel doesn't maintain a constant state of tension. The death of Freni, the arrival of the prince, the teachings of Gandhi, these all contribute to rapidly rising unrest in the very streets of Bombay. The city is practically on fire before we even hit the halfway point. It is only through the extreme capabilities of the charming supporting cast that Paveen has access to that gives her any chance at survival. The novel lends itself well to being both a deep political discussion and a tension-building blast through the streets as windows are smashed and weapons are fired off and brutal brawls spill out everywhere. The Bombay Prince by Sujata Massey is an excellent novel to get yourself into the Indian murder mystery scene, not being quite as intricate on the mystery side as something like Dying Day, nor as heavy or, or depressing as Murder in Old Bombay, which we covered on the show last year. I'd recommend The Bombay Prince, if only to observe one of the greatest inquest scenes ever put to paper, with some complex clues woven into a fascinating look into the bureaucracy of death and murder. I really was fascinated at the time of reading by the fact that if the Parsi family of poor Frenny had their way as it stands in the novel, there would be hardly any investigation at all, and Frenny might never have had even a small chance of justice, which is what lawyers are all about, no? This is review season, I'm Heard, so you once more to please subscribe to your platform of choice to stay up to date with all our murder mystery goodness. What's been your favorite flavor of crime this year? Let us know at Flex and Herds. You're listening to 2SCR 107.3.